Our second scripture reading comes from the book of Exodus, in the 13th chapter, beginning in the 17th verse. Hear now the word of God. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was nearer. For God thought, if the people face war, they may change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people by the roundabout way of the wilderness towards the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of the land of Egypt, prepared for battle. And Moses took with him the bones of Joseph, who had required a solemn oath of the Israelites, saying, God will surely take notice of you, and then you must carry my bones with you from here. They set out from Sukkoth and camped at Etham, on the edge of the wilderness. The Lord went in front of them in a pillar of cloud by day to lead them along the way, and in a pillar of fire by night to give them light so that they may travel by day and by night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We have continued our journey through the book of Exodus, seeing how God came close to a people crying out under the hands of an unjust king. We've only been able, because of the weeks that we have, as the holy season of Lent is coming up before us very soon, to only capture just snapshots of this journey. And this week, we're not at the edge of the Red Sea getting ready for the waters to part. We haven't gone through all of the plagues of frogs and locusts and all of those things. We've looked at only certain parts of this journey. Parts of where God's story took shape for the people of Israel. For glimpses for signs about how perhaps God's story might also take shape in our own lives. And so today, instead of hearing about the journey of crossing the Red Sea, we instead take a journey that may be a little more familiar for each of us. See, this journey basically is God taking a very, very, very long detour. And for those of us who have lived our own lives expecting to get at a destination very quickly, we might know a little bit more about detours in our lives than taking things the direct way. God is teaching the people of God how to follow him in the middle of this time. And as a result... As the people learn how to follow this pillar of cloud that exists in the day and the pillar of fire that's there at night, we too can get a glimpse of what it means to follow God in the journey of our own lives as well. You might know that dating advice, right? If you want to get to know somebody really well, take a trip with them. It's a lot easier to put up a front when you have your whole life as usual around you 
But when you're traveling on a train together, when you're staying in hostels, when all of your plans have to get adjusted when you're on a long trip, well, that's when you get to see somebody for who they really are. It's probably why there are so many road trip movies out there, right? doesn't take easy writer, perhaps, to let you know that on the road together, you get to see somebody for who they really are. So, too, for the people of Israel, this time journeying through the wilderness is prime time to get to know who God is and what God is about. Perhaps because of that reason, God thinks the scenic route is the better choice. Of course, there is the reason, too, that the life of faith and the journey of faith doesn't always follow the path that you expect. There are things that we have to unlearn about ourselves so that we can learn something else about the God who is leading us on the journey of faith. The people of Israel have this unlearning to have on their own as well. Our scripture tells us that they go up out of the land of Egypt prepared for battle. It's a long journey to be wearing all of your dress and your arms to be ready for battle. And God realizes that's not the journey they need to take. If they were to engage in war with the Philistines, well, they'd probably change their minds and try and go back to Egypt. God decides that they need to take a different route to get to where they're going. And we see that our God isn't always a God who takes us directly from point A to point B. God often takes us on a path that goes the roundabout way to get to where we think we're going. The journey of faith is much the same way. We might have a goal or a hope for our life that might look a particular way. Living with a particular kind of family situation, working the way that we'd like, in the community, the way that we thought we'd have things planned out. And well, sometimes God leads us on a roundabout way. And we end up arriving at our destination, having taken a very different journey to get there. And often, on that journey, while we take the roundabout way to get there, we realize that the things that we took with us the things that we prepared ourselves for the journey to have really aren't what we need. So the people of Israel took all the things they needed for a battle. And the truth is, they didn't need those things for the journey. Psalm 20 reminds us that some people trust in chariots and horses, but we, the people of God, trust in the name of the Lord our God. The journey through the wilderness is a reminder of the people and for the people that God already defeated the mightiest army on earth without a single sword. God used the works of nature, 
of flies and rivers turning to blood and all sorts of wonders to do the fighting on behalf of the people. To be a part of the people of God is to put your trust that God will deliver you and to lay down your swords. To lay down the idea that we have to prepare to make things happen a certain way. And for us to trust. For us to cling to the fact that God is providing a way for us, even if it seems to be going in a roundabout way. This journey of faith is a longer journey. The people of Israel, though they don't know it yet at this point in the story, will end up spending a whole generation on this journey. This isn't simply to bide time in some kind of God-ordained detention, waiting out the clock until they can finally enter the promised land. This time following God is meant to shape their understanding of whose they are and how they are supposed to live. God is at work. God's promises still ring true for us. But friends, we're going to go on a journey that goes far around what we expect, because we're going to learn how to journey with God in the midst of each step we take. There is much to unlearn about that journey. And we learn that it can be difficult to take that journey lugging with us everything that we packed for us to get there. But as we continue that journey, we also see and discover that God is with us in ways that we might not expect. It's 2020, and we have been shaped by a modern understanding of things that says, as long as you get there, that's what matters. Arriving at the destination is what is important. And in fact, many people in the Christian faith have tried to sell Christianity in this day and age as saying, living as a Christian means your life will be at that destination faster than everyone else. You might get that promotion. That blessing might come to you because of your faith in God. Our story today reminds us that God often leads us on a roundabout way and that we can't receive a shortcut to get to what we think we deserve or what we think we've earned in the hands of our holy God. The journey of faith on this roundabout way doesn't always lead to the blessing of faith in the way that we expect. Sometimes the things that we yearn for and hope for don't materialize in the way that we want, but we have the promise of the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire for us to know that God is with us. It's the promise of this passage. Even though the journey is longer, God's presence never leaves them. 
neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people, our scripture reminds us. The journey of faith doesn't always mean that it's easier. It certainly doesn't take us through the path that we would have expected. But in going the roundabout way, we can see and learn how God's presence is right in front of us every step of the way. And perhaps the thing that we have to lay down the most The thing that we've prepared for the most as we set out on this journey of faith is our expectation that the journey will get us there when we think it ought to. Just like a kid in the back seat asks, are we there yet? We have to sit with that question. Even as our kids reminded us in children's time today, we might be saying, this is taking too long. Boy, Ann and I hear that a lot when we drive places. (laughs) Even if it is taking too long, we know that God is with us. That pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night is pointing us in the direction we are to go. This was a journey the people took day by day. So too is the journey of faith for us. Our friends and our members of the family that are in recovery know that mantra well, just for today. That faith is not meant to be something that carries us through the journey all the way from start to finish with all the faith we need as we set out. If that were so, the people of Israel could have packed that with them as they went. No, the journey of faith is just to have enough faith for today. Our faith is not something that can be stored up in great reserves like the storehouses Pharaoh had in Egypt, full of grain for the times of famine. No, the journey of faith is each day, one day at a time, seeing where that pillar of cloud is and taking your steps towards it. And even though the journey goes a long way around, we learn and we see that God is with us every step of the way. Amen. Amen.